If you have a website, you have a relationship with a hosting company. You may think that all hosting companies are basically the same, but they're not. Some are much better than others. And today, we're going to talk about our favorites and our not-so-favorites. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the digital toolbox from Roundpeg. And this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, I'm chatting with Simon Ephraimson, who is a part of our web design team here at Roundpeg. And we are going to talk about, well, one of either Simon's favorite or least favorite topics, hosting. Hey, Simon. Hey, Lorraine. And no, it is one of my favorite topics. I uh, love getting into the nitty gritty with hosting and talking hosting and talking shop. is a great find by me. So... You love talking hosting, you like getting into the nitty gritty, but Roundpeg doesn't actually host websites. Why not? (laughs) Yeah, we decided a very long time ago that we were not going to deal with in-house hosting, and for good reason. Uh, There are just so many moving parts, and keeping servers in-house, well, if the building burned down for one, every one of our clients' websites would be gone. And that's the Mm -hmm. same for an internet outage. Even with redundancies, we've seen uh, websites go down just because the server location has lost power or or is uh, not getting internet very well. So, I mean, those things alone, I think, are worth the hassle. And we can partner with some really great third-party hosts, too. And they work very well with us. So I don't really see the need why we would want to, you know, chase those bugs or perform those updates if we didn't have to. Absolutely. I've always kind of drawn the comparison that websites are a lot like a mobile home and you can park them anywhere, but you got to have running water and electricity, which is what the hosting company provides. And I think the way that we do it, we let the hosting companies do what they do well and we do what we do well. And we do what we do very well. And (laughs) better to leave that part to the pros, Um, people with a little more of a, a budget to do things like that. So as we're looking at hosting companies, and over the years, we've had lots of relationships and lots of companies, and I think the name most people are familiar with is um, GoDaddy. Yeah. But they're, but they're not at the top of our list, are they? Not any longer. And that's not to say that we didn't use them for a very long time or that we don't have clients that aren't still on GoDaddy. So you may remember back when web hosting was one of those obscure things that the layperson didn't want to think about, uh, GoDaddy swooped in in their, in their spandex with their cape and uh, created a nice user-friendly platform to set up a what is otherwise very complicated web hosting environment. I do remember that, but I also have to tell you that I remember resenting GoDaddy, even though I was using their service, because I found their advertising was very off-putting. It seemed to be directed at the 25-year-old male. And it it seemed to say that nobody else except for a 25-year-old man would be doing anything geeky like web design or web hosting. And admittedly, um, coding is kind of a... uh... We, we could use a little, a, a bit more of a female presence in the coaching community. That's for that's for definitely that's for def, that's for sure. Um, but no, GoDaddy's uh, advertisements. Uh, you may remember uh, even pre Danica Patrick. Um, you know, women in court ripping their shirts off, or you know, it's it's akin to the uh, eating a cheeseburger atop a car, and mm-hmm. that's 
not reflective of the community anymore. And it's kind of ironic because uh, I think for Women's Day last year, they they ran all these uh, women in tech advertisements, I suppose. And mm-hmm. it seems so pandering based on their mm-hmm. history. And it was only recently that they changed that uh, logo. <laughs> when, when I saw that logo, the, the Doug from the 90s, weird hair like that just made me think of those ads of you know danica patrick getting pulled over by that police woman who does a strip tease and it's just it's 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 insulting it really was but you had to admit that back then they they had a pretty good platform and i probably would continue to overlook their advertising faux pas if they had continued to pay attention to their product but I don't think they have. Not at all. Um, and GoDaddy does kind of rely on that brand recognition. When you think web hosting, GoDaddy is one of the first, if not the first name that pops up in your mind. Same thing with a Google search. If you're looking for web hosting, GoDaddy has these uh, you know, enticing deals. But when you look underneath the surface, they're just not what they could be, especially for mm-hmm. a service that has the ad budget to run Super Bowl ads. They just don't really provide things that they should, and they nickel and dime you for services that are included in other hosting platforms right there baked in. I would have assumed that when Google started pushing for encryption and SSL certificates on every website, that this was now fundamental, that GoDaddy would bake it into their pricing, and they didn't. And they made it seem like it was such a big deal to add And so I was really surprised when we started working with other companies and I found that, oh, this is actually kind of standard everywhere. And it should be a standard. There's a huge effort across the web via Let's Encrypt to secure the web. And the fact that they aren't offering that just free when it is a free service is insane to think about. And what we've had to do with some of our clients is instead of taking on the cost of that, I think $79 for... An, an SSL certificate. That's insane. So what we've had to do with some of our clients is route them through Cloudflare, which also provides free SSL certificates. And it's just embarrassing, really. The other thing that GoDaddy, and I know we've struggled with this a lot, is the inconsistency. Somebody who's getting on GoDaddy now is likely to end up on a shared server that's relatively new. But if you've been a loyal GoDaddy customer, that's not what you're going to experience. You think that they would treat a legacy customer with a little more respect, but that's also just not been the case. We had uh, one instance of a client who prepaid GoDaddy for four years. And when COVID struck, their servers just weren't able to handle the capacity of people living digitally. The shared servers became such an issue because resources were being pulled from one environment that was more usage heavy. And it was just causing major issues for a lot of our client sites. That aforementioned uh, four-year prepaid client, we saw media items displaying. We saw the site just not displaying, period. Uh, had trouble making edits to the site. It was just insane. And to top it all off, right around COVID, they rolled out new servers, which supported the newer PHP languages. And they didn't even make an effort to transfer these legacy clients onto the new servers. Again, they have the ad budget to run Super Bowl commercials. This is something that you think that they would get out ahead of, or at least be in the back of their mind. But when you call in, there's just no nothing was promised. So if people are not going to go to GoDaddy, if that's not where they're going to spend their time, who do you recommend? 
Yeah, I mean, there are plenty of great hosts on the web, and you should, of course, do your research beforehand. Here at Roundpeg, we, we live in the hosting world every day, and we prefer to have the most optimized environments for our builds. SiteGround is probably our number one go-to. Optimized servers, supports all of the PHPs, emails right there at, at cost with the hosting platform. Same with a security certificate, same with a content delivery network. Like, why wouldn't you use SiteGround, really? Another one that we use for all of our sites personally is WP Engine. And I will say they are a little bit more expensive, but I mean, for a place like Roundpeg, we're able to host five of our properties just right there in the same server. And it's just optimized for WordPress. It's so zippy. Their support is fantastic. And they bend the rules for us occasionally just so we can get what we need to done. And I appreciate that. I think that GoDaddy and other companies, and I'm going to throw, you know, HostGator and Bluehost, and some (laughs) some of these other legacy hosting companies have rested on their laurels for too long. And I think a lot of the newer companies like SiteGround, like WP Engine, have come along and said, you know, this is a WordPress world. What does WordPress need? What does a company that has a WordPress website need? And they've built a platform that makes sense for that type of website. I would encourage anybody who's on an older hosting platform to reconsider, wouldn't you? I would. And um, SiteGround just makes it so easy. They actually have a migrator plugin, which you just install on your site, plug in a little bit of uh, a snippet to uh, make it talk to your new server, and it transfers it right there. It's so quick. All you have to worry about is, you know, maybe repointing your DNS. But again, you can just transfer that on over to SiteGround too, and they'll take care of everything for you. Uh, One of the beautiful things is, uh, remember those new servers that I was talking about GoDaddy rolling out? Well, SiteGround did something very similar around the same time. But guess what? If you had your domain hosted at SiteGround and you had hosting at SiteGround, nothing went down ever. And they did all of the work for you. And it's just things like that that really show that a company cares about you and your business. So if you're running WordPress and you're running a business, more importantly, uptime is just so critical. And you don't want to invest in something that isn't investing back in you. Absolutely. Simon, this is really helpful. Thank you so much. (laughs) Always a pleasure, Lorraine. Thanks for talking. So if you are thinking about switching your web hosting and you'd like a little help, be sure to reach out to us at roundpeg.biz and look for more than a few words wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. 